Hi, I'm MK Lott, and this is Quarantine Campfire. So this is a story, a, a pretty quick one, that I totally forgot about until I told my coworkers about it about a week ago when we were sharing middle school stories. And of course, I don't remember it because it was middle school and it sucked. But uh, in hindsight, I learned that I wound up turning something somewhat bad into something somewhat good. So yeah, it's a little bit of a of a comical one, but you know, there's a there's a lesson behind it. So I'm just gonna get it out of the way and start with somewhat bad. In middle school, among the other names that my bullies would call me, um, probably the cleanest name that they would call me was Saffron. And I had always thought that they were just testing, uh, just teasing my last name, because at the time, if you know. If you didn't listen to the episode, uh, the middle name, my last name used to be Samft. So I thought they were just you know, making just some dumb pun and just calling me like Samfron. You know, it's a stretch, I know, but eventually it got to that point. But I, uh, I had to think on that for a few years <clears throat> uh, to realize what they were actually talking about. So I guess, and again, this is all a guess, it's not like I... I'm on good enough terms with them to call them up and be like, "Hey, remember what you uh, what you called me back in the day? What did that mean?" But in Spanish class, our teacher would always ask us what the key ingredient is in a paella, which, for those who don't know, is like a really, really well-known Spanish dish. Usually, it's like a lot of seafood and um, and rice. It's pretty good, but the key ingredient is saffron right? That's the, that's the name of the, the episode. So one day, cause I sit in the very front of the class, I raise my, I raise my hand and the teacher points at me and he goes, all right, uh, Miguelito, what is the key ingredient in a paella? And I believe that my response was saffron. And, uh, and that was that. That was that that right there was the catalyst for one of the more uh, affectionate names I had in middle school. And this went on for the remainder of my time in middle school, which was about a year or so. So it wasn't all three years, thank God, but it was enough to get on my nerves. <laughs> and I learned enough from that experience to prep for graduation. So for graduation, we had to sing this song that I had never heard of or sense for our ceremony. And as I was remembering it for the sake of writing this down, I immediately blocked it out of my head because it, it sucked like bad. I'm not going to bother with it because I already forgot about it. Like that's how bad it was. And so when we were going in, we actually didn't know, until we sat down for the first rehearsal, what was going on. <laughs> so we all lined up, you know, the usual, just walk in a straight line. Don't, you know, don't stray or none of that crap. And so we all sat down this line and the music instructor, the woman who later became the conductor for the graduation. Hopefully you guys didn't feel me kick the cord a little bit. But yeah, our music teacher was going to be our conductor, which was strange. 
Um, and so she goes up to the first person, you know, just the usual stuff. She says hello, and they say hello back. And then she goes, alto. She goes up to the next kid. Hello, hello, tenor. Hello, hello, baritone. And she did that for everybody in line. And meanwhile, uh, Saffron was in the back of the Judgment Day line watching all this bullcrap play out. And I wasn't going to go out to graduation and be like, yeah, you know what? I'll embrace the whole Saffron alter ego. Like, I'm, I was honestly trying to figure out what the best thing would be to make sure that I would be as embarrassed as little as possible. And so my family, especially, and like close friends know this really well, but I can do voices fairly well. Like, in fact, and, and this is always like one of my favorite memories, but um, the night that the family first met the woman who's now my aunt, I did a one man play of a SpongeBob episode and I did the voices and everything like it. It it, 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 it was bad. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty bad. And so I'm like, I'm just trying to find like the best voice that I can cloak. Cause I, yeah, I just kept thinking like, dude, if there's a time to shine, it's now you weirdo. So like just to figure something out. And so I kept like trying to, trying to find like a really deep voice person that I can imitate. And usually it's Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. And so I'm like, uh, how, do, how, does, how does he do it? How does he do it? Um, uh, uh, Goose like, Just try to like, just try to nail the voice down before she comes over to me. And at this point, she was like five unfortunate souls away. And I didn't have time to like really nail it down. So I was just like, all right, you know, just, never mind. Just go low. Go low as possible. I, I know that stopped being the case when I was in church choir, but none of those kids are angels. None of these kids are angels. And you just, you just got to get through this man, just get through it. And so the teacher comes up to me and our conversation goes more or less along the lines of hello, hello, bass. And the kid who was right next to me, who was actually like one of the very few kids who was decently kind to me, did the exact same thing. And that's how there were only two bases in the, in the entire graduation choir. But I don't know. I, I thought about that again a few weeks ago when my coworkers and I were sharing middle school stories. And the more I think about it, the more I just feel like we need to have really crappy situations happen to us. So we know how to prepare for the next time. I mean, there are some myself included who would argue that bullies are necessary so that we know how to be kind and nurture in response and I mean, you can make this argument for the whole year of 2020, like this was needed. So those who choose to do so can learn how to help themselves and others, regardless of how big the crisis is. You know, it's kind of like, like once you rip this giant bandaid off, you realize that there's not, there's not much to, to worry about, you know, and again, it could always get worse. That's just the fact of the matter. But I think it says more about whether or not you allow it to get worse or if you try to adjust and try to make it somewhat better. You know, even if you have to impersonate Kronk from Emperor's New Groove or start a podcast or uh, find an, a second passion in the form of life coaching, you know, stuff like that, it 
I don't know. I think it's like a, I think it's a real testament to what you can do as a person in really, really severe or bad cases, honestly. So I want to end with a quote. It's one of my favorite quotes ever. And it's kind of weird how I found it. I found it in the comment section of a YouTube video. But it was but the YouTube video was a clip from Band of Brothers, which I I absolutely love. And for those who love World War II and American history, that that's a must-see. That like that you're not doing yourself any favors if you don't watch it, kind of thing. But um I found that quote. I tried to go back to find it and I I guess they either deleted it or I didn't go that that far into the comment section, but I couldn't find it. So I like just typed it. I Googled it in, you know, as briefly as I could. And it's a quote from G. Michael Hopf. I have no idea who that is. I think he's an author, but I hadn't heard of him before this quote. So, um, yeah, since, again, this is a shorter episode, I just want to end with this quote. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. All right. So, looks like, (laughs) according to the clock, we're at about 9 minutes 40 seconds right now. And uh, I was kind of surprised that somehow... I was able to pull a middle school story and a philosophical alignment out of my butt and just sandwich them together. Don't visualize that. But thank you again for listening, despite it being only a few minutes long. And uh, I hope to see you guys in the next episode. And again, as always, next Friday at 10. All right. Stay safe. Stay healthy, everyone.